Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, hello there once again for the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Mike Kapler and with me, Joel Brzezinski. Hello, everybody. How you doing? (laughs) 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 Oh, brother. Well, it's better hey, than howdy-doody time. Once again, uh, <laughs> growingandgrace.org, past archived programs from the past 14 years plus are right there to be found. You can search for a topic, and uh, you'll probably get a handful of podcasts that will pop up, uh, and you'll be able to check out some of our short programs. We try to keep them short, under 15 minutes long, because we know you lead a busy life. But uh, there are those out there who just keep sifting through our programs and I think you'll find a pretty consistent message of God's love and grace no matter how far back you go but you know we're we're always growing in in the knowledge of our understanding too so hopefully here in in recent days and weeks and years that uh, as, as we continue talking about the the good news of Jesus Christ we'll be able to um, gain even more blessings from a greater understanding of what Jesus already accomplished for us. And uh, Joel, I'm going to have some fun, uh, I think, over the next few weeks possibly as we get into um, this concept that is commonly found within various churches and the Christian religion as a whole, and that is the mixture of law and grace. <laughs> yes, <laughs> lots of lots of fun. And you know, the thing is, on the one hand, this is just normal, serious life in Christ that we're talking about. But yet, in some ways, some of the, I don't know, some of the comments we receive on social media when we talk about the things that we talk about, they're just so far out there that it's just fun to to talk about it. I don't want to make fun of people who, who believe differently than us, I, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that sometimes the things that people say just make me scratch my head. It's just kind of, I, I, I sometimes, I don't have a whole lot of time on social media, but sometimes I'll spend a little bit of time just going back and forth with somebody. I'm never sitting there with, all right, I can't wait till they comment next because I just have to, I just have to come against them. It's, it's not like that. It's just, I really have this heart, this desire to share what I believe is the truth with people. For example, somebody I had mentioned a while back on Facebook from the New Living Translation, for sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. But thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. To me, that's normal Christianity 101. Sin, you know, the, the, the sting of death, sin is the sting of death, and, and the law gives sin its power. The law is the strength of sin. Other versions uh, word it like that. But God gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's just, that's the way it is. That's just normal. But then someone comes... Well, and Joel, I I should help you point out here that that's 1 Corinthians 15, 56 and 57. So this wasn't even a commentary or or a word of encouragement from you directly. It was just the Scripture. Right. It was the words of Paul in the Scriptures. That's right. And... 
So somebody commented, well, once we are born again, we must be obedient. If you love me, keep my commandments, exclamation point, exclamation point. Okay, so Paul says the law gives sin its power. And this person is saying, well, but once we're born again, we need to keep the law. That's what she meant when she says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And, and I know that because of the conversation that came from that. But I had I responded that, you know, the, Jesus himself told us what his commandments were. He was not talking about the law of Moses. He wasn't talking about the 613 commandments that make up the law of Moses. And a lot of people, they might may not even realize that there are 613 commandments. They may be referring just to what they call the moral commandments or the the Ten Commandments. Uh, either way, you know, as we've talked about a lot on this podcast, the law is the law. It's the whole thing. It's all 613. You can't break it up. But Jesus told us what his commandments were. Believe the good news. And then he encouraged, he exhorted his disciples to love one another as he had loved them. So we grow in his love for us and we and we turn around and we love each other as he loved us. It's not a you shall do this or else. Like the Ten Commandments and the and the whole six hundred and thirteen laws were you had to do this, otherwise death. If you break one commandment, if you keep them all but break one, you're guilty of all. And it's nothing like that. So John in the Gospel of John, in the in the epistle, says his that Jesus' commandments are not burdensome, but the law of Mo Moses was burdensome. So I pointed this out to this person. Paul said that the law is the ministry of death and condemnation. Paul says the law is bondage. That's from Galatians. That first one, uh, death and condemnation, that came from Second Corinthians. Paul said that he had to die to the law in order to be joined to Christ and in order to bear fruit to God. So this idea that we can mix law and grace, that when we're born again, when we're saved, when we receive the grace of God, it enables us to keep the law. That's not at all what the apostle says. And I, of course, will let you jump in on this too. Oh, who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> Couldn't be. Then who? Well, why, why I like getting into this, Joel, is, is because I think we've got plenty of listeners out there who have come into grace it's been a radical departure from many of the Christian things that they've been taught over the years. And I think sometimes they get pushback from people who think they've gone off the deep end of grace. It's a dangerous doctrine. And they begin kind of almost, even if they mean well, they're starting to try to take away that seed that, that people have been freed into. Exactly. Uh, and it, so I think that uh, our listeners may be able to appreciate some of this real-life conversation, whether it's taking place person-to-person -person or through social media. Uh, I think most grace people can relate to, you know, all kinds of different insults and accusations about grace being too hyper, too slippery, too greasy, too cheap, uh, and, and you're diminishing, you know, moral behavior and all that kind of stuff. So this conversation in, in this particular instance where all you did, all you did was quote a Bible verse about the law <laughs> and sin. And, it, you know, I don't even know if, if they, it's almost as if they thought you were making a statement. They didn't see your scripture reference there or something like that. 
because they immediately did what Christians tend to do. The goal now for them is to try to convince you and others that your way of thinking is the right one, regardless of what is placed before you with this context of Scripture, the context of the law and grace and, and you know, things that we've learned over the years that went against what we used to believe uh, in many ways. And so in this scenario, you've got somebody who's, who's starting to talk right away about, oh, once we're born again, we must be obedient. You, If you love me, keep my commandments. So, And you just pointed out what those commandments were that Jesus was talking about. See, it's important we understand the two covenants because when references were being made to old covenant commandments and those that were written on stone, those were referred to, as you said, Joel, as heavy, burdensome, and not just even by Jesus they were, as well as the apostles. And so when John said that his commandments are not burdensome, he was referring not to the old commandments from the old covenant law, not those commandments written on stone and those that were related to those things. He was talking about these new covenant directives that operate through love. And so, again, we can easily get taken out of context here. Well, I, here's another comment, Joel, from from that social media post from that verse that you were talking about in First Corinthians. This person goes on to say that God knew without moral laws, man can't live right either. It takes the Holy Spirit's enabling to obey God and His commandments. So. Uh, what's your response to, to something like that? Yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's a common understanding that people have. It's, of course, very not right, because here's what we know about the law through what Paul has told us. Uh, again, the ministry of death and condemnation in opposition, or as opposed to being something that helps man to live right, it actually caused the opposite to happen. Paul said, and here's how I responded, according to the, the apostle Paul, God knew that through his laws, sin would increase, not decrease, and that it wouldn't help man to live right. And Romans 5.20 says, moreover, the law entered that sin might increase. Paul said, I would not have known covetousness except through the law, for I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, you shall not covet. But sin taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire, or in another version, all you know, covetousness of all kinds. For apart from the law, sin was dead. But, now here's, so, so the woman's thinking in, the, in this conversation is that God knew that moral laws, without moral laws, man can't live right. But here's what Paul said. When the commandment came, talking about the law, Sin revived, and I died. <laughs> That's what happens through the law. And, and, I, and the commandment, which was ordained to life, or which I thought would bring life, I found to bring death. That's what Paul says about the, the commandments. Well, in, in line with that, something we've talked a lot about on this program, uh, and it's uh, hit on pretty hard in, in uh, my book, Clash of the Covenants, and that's 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Tying into what you just said there from from Romans seven and Romans five and so on, the 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 ministry of death and condemnation was the law. <laughs> the law was never given to Israel or to us as Gentiles for sure. Mm -hmm. It was never given to people uh, to help 
reduce sin. But you see, if, if you are under that assumption, you're going to begin to filter all kinds of different Bible verses and scriptures through the, the wrong lenses. You're going to see it differently than how it was really meant to be. And that's why God gave the law, was to show people they couldn't keep it. Now, I understand this person is saying, well, now we have the Holy Spirit who is there to help us keep it. Well, who has done that? Can I see a show of hands? <laughs> Can I see <laughs> right. a show of hands on who has kept it? As you already referred to, Joel, both Paul and James mentioned that you break one law, you're guilty of breaking the whole package of 613 commandments. And that's the other thing. When people say things like, we're supposed to keep the commandments, and you have to ask them, well, which ones? And let's let's go through all 613, and, and you filter out which ones we're not supposed to to keep anymore, ones that we don't necessarily have to follow versus those that we're supposed to. You can't do that. God said you couldn't do that. It was either all or nothing, and he turned it into nothing. Why do you think that people were freed from the law? It wasn't so they, the Holy Spirit would help them try to keep it. There's a better way to go about uh, seeing good things in our outward behavior, and it is by the Spirit of God, but it's not a mixture of the Spirit and the law. The Spirit of God replaced that ministry of death and condemnation. And I imagine we're about out of time for this one, so I'll tell you what. Law and grace, the mixture of it, it's a deadly thing, and we're going to be talking more about it in the upcoming weeks right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.